We're gabbing. We're gabbing. We're gabbing. We're gabbing. We're gabbing. We're gabbing. Welcome to Gabbing. Gabbing. With Gracie. And Heather. Are you drinking tonight? I sure am. I am actually drinking the same thing that I had last week because we were away this weekend. And so I didn't get to drink any of my actual alcohol. Okay. What were you drinking last week? The Cotemas? Yes, the Cotemas. I'm having Stone and Key Cellars. It's a 2014 Cabernet Sauvignon. Gone to a, a wine and cheese and chocolate fundraiser a few years ago. And... Yeah, got this there. So I am very impressed that you remembered all that. I forgot about it until I pulled it out of the wine rack. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I bought this with my dad at that fundraiser. Do you have like a ton of wine in your wine rack? I do. (laughs) Well, I don't right now. I have to. I think I only have like seven or eight right now. But I actually have two wine racks, and I usually keep them pretty cool. I have okay. one for white wine and one for, like, Very reds. Good. And then the rosé just goes wherever. Like, the rosés and the champagnes go wherever there's space. Okay. We are continuing our discussion on Schitt's Creek. And this yeah. week, I am feeling better. I'm not feeling like I am going to um, pass out any second. So that's great. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So this week, we're going to discuss season three and I just realized I'm on my season two notes so I have to you're all over the place you're watching season I know I know it's like watching season four but we're discussing season three I just have my notebook is so full of happy notes all about just breaking everything okay Um, fantastic what was your overall feeling about season three I think this is the the season where they start to mature what do you think yeah, I will definitely give that. I like made some notes about the final episode in the season. As I was watching it, I was like, I think this is the season. So it's funny because it's it's both the season that I didn't think it was like the best season. Like I was like, this is probably my least favorite season from what mm-hmm. I remember. Okay. But then there's certain moments that like I just couldn't stop smiling. Like I was so happy watching them. Because we like, like we meet Patrick this season, and I just love Patrick. Oh, we do. Yeah. Oh, this the season. Gosh, I feel like we're just like watching things. So we're just like binge watching it so much that everything's going. Everything's merging. Yeah. I will tell you what season or episode it is. Um, because I I remember writing down I love Patrick so much. Patrick looks like he's like at least 20 years younger than him or is it just me like his skin is baby soft his hands are baby soft like he like looks so green in so many ways which he is he's got like a baby face Mm -hmm. it is episode eight motel review David goes to raise to apply to get a business license and Ray introduces him to Patrick uh, to help him. I can't believe that. Yeah. So I kind of went through the first half of the season being like, ah, I mean, it's good, but it's not as, I I don't like it as much as I like season one and season two. 
And then I think I, if I remember correctly, season four and, and on, I really loved, but this was kind of just like the, I guess whatever. this is them yeah. just trying to figure out where they are going maybe with their characters. Yeah, I think it's like a transitional season because then, yeah, you get to it's... the end of the season and they like, or not even the last season, like you get, or not last episode, you get to like season 12 and 13 and it feels like, season like 12, I wrote 13? down. Or episode 12 and 13. Sorry, episode okay. 12 and 13. I'm forever saying season when I'm in episode. <laughs> but you get to episode 12 and 13 and you just, it feels like it's all about letting go of the past and embracing the future and what the future can hold. That's right. So that's kind of this season, maybe in a nutshell. Like everyone seems to be stepping up to the plate. Mm-hmm. Like you have Alexis working with her ex. Right, which and I think then, she started the previous season, yeah. right? But she kind of gets into the groove of things, and then yes. she becomes she almost like self recognizes, and she's like, "Wait a minute, I'm not the best person to be in the this position. Why am I in this position? Like, I'm mm-hmm. holding this, holding back somebody that could be yes better yes. in the position. So she's like self realizing, and rather than waiting for Ted to eventually realize that he shouldn't have hired her she's like I'm gonna move on I'm like she ends up helping him mm-hmm. find someone to replace her and and she's, she's on to bigger better things she's yeah. up for college and she gets her own business I'm not quite too sure if I'm jumping ahead you're jumping ahead um, you're jumping ahead ooh. let me remind you that see season episode 13 is graduation night so the last episode is david's birthday and alexis graduating so that's the episode that she she quits oh don't totally step the head then ted doesn't like saying she quit because he keeps being like that's negative yes yes and like right now i'm watching poor stevie crying because she her was a great aunt passed away and she owned the motel and now she has to the aunt gave her the hotel she has ownership of it and she's trying to wrap her head around this huge responsibility which by the way she shouldn't be so freaked out about because I feel like she was doing all of that in the first place but I think the realization that it is definitely hers is what set things off and then Johnny just comes to the rescue like he's Mm -hmm. like I'll be whatever it is he just business partner yeah, he just put himself in that position, and he he really does a, a good job, even though he's a hot mess. They all are. Yeah, like, they're all, it's, I didn't even think about Stevie. Yeah, like, Stevie, you're right. Stevie, and I kind of thought the same thing. I was like, well, she must have been doing it all along, because the great aunt wasn't doing it. She didn't even know that the great aunt owned the place. She just knew somebody in the family did. But it's that pressure of like, this is my responsibility now, where before she didn't have that pressure. So yeah, Mm -hmm. she's, Mm -hmm. she's learning to let go of the past and embrace her future and thrive like the rest of them are. Yes. And the other person who gets to thrive is David. In so many ways. Is he opens Rose Apothecary, which is such a great name for a general It store. is. 
Well, it's funny because I've seen this show. I don't know how many times I've seen it. I've, I've seen it at least three or four times all the way through. And this is the first, I know, because it's one of those shows that you could just put on and just have it on. I used to follow, I thought it was Dan Levy, but apparently it's not because I went and double checked. It must have been like a Schitt's Creek, like fan page or something like that. But it was called Disgruntled Pelican. And I never like, I was always like, that's such a weird name. Like, what's the deal with that? Mm -hmm, It's from mm -hmm. episode one of this season where Maura Mm -hmm. says, Tells David to stop acting like a disgruntled, like a disgruntled pelican. pelican. And mm-hmm. it just hit me this And time. he looks like one, like, too. Oh, my gosh. He looks like one, too. He does. <laughs> so it's just funny how, like, you can watch something over and over again, and then you'll just, like, something will, like, stand out that you're, like, I just didn't even realize. But there's so much merchandise of, like, um, Alexa saying, I yeah. love that journey for you. I could have sworn she said for you, but a lot of the things say for me. So I'm like, okay, I feel like I need to find that episode and go back and watch it. There's so many great lines. I actually wrote down one of Ronnie's from episode seven. Oh, it's with the, that was the episode where Christmas world was going to come and buy the general store. And uh, there's the silver tree and she goes, the only people that get silver trees are psychopaths and men over 40. <laughs> and then she goes something like, and my cousin, blah, 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 but he's a man over 40 <laughs> and maybe a psychopath or something like that. I remember that one. I remember that one. I love Ronnie. I've, all Me of too. these secondary characters are like fantastic. Yeah. I don't know, are. but I do. But again, I will always go back to Bob and his running. That is my absolute <laughs> favorite. His like body language in general is great. He's so kind of like sometimes just shuffle in place. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and like Ivan, Ivan's such like a minor character. He's not Ivan. even like a secondary. He's the bagel guy. What the baker. Okay. Yeah, and he comes back he and he's Twyla. Yeah, he does, but he can't talk to her. Even he's like hilarious, and he's like a very minor character compared to the rest of them. The writers are great, so yeah. What do you expect? I feel like I haven't said anything about Moira. I've complimented every single family member and Stevie, except for Moira. She also had her journey this season. She started, she had her first town council meeting mm-hmm. and she came in hard she, she did like oh we'll we'll extend the after school program that's mm-hmm. fine and mm-hmm. then they all had to like intervene and be like with what money i and, but i was so yeah. happy because i was like yes after school programming yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's like great she's it's it, it makes everybody love you but then she comes to the realization that not you can't just say yes to people you have to like strategically be like how are we going to do this yes these people I have to say I I say it again these guys are not stupid they are smart they are very very smart and like today I was just thinking to myself out of the bloom these people are actually nice Mm -hmm. and they Johnny and Moira they they may have let their kids be brought up by the nanny, whatever. They were so, I think, um, into the life that they were leading 
like high society and dancing and what you, you know like traveling mm-hmm. and all that stuff but that didn't mean that they didn't care about their kids they were keeping up with the joneses exactly because the way johnny is with them and and i, I don't want to i don't want to skip ahead but there was an episode we saw yesterday that i was just like oh johnny like well just, even that dad he really is oh wait i was about to skip to season four Never mind. I can't use that example. <laughs> but yeah, they they genuinely care. Even was this the season that Alexis and Moira go to lunch and they have their heart to heart? Yes, it was. The I think season. it was. It was. Yeah. Like so, episode six or something. Let's see. Oh, and you know what I noticed starting season three, like. David like he he's like like he always has like a smirky facial expression but now it's turning into like a smirk smile if that makes any sense I do because I feel like this season when he meets Patrick that's when it starts to come out it does but right now he's taking that driving test and he realizes that the guy doesn't care because Alexis is like, oh yeah <laughs> he's just like that guy gave zero oh my god yeah definitely 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 i even wrote that down i wrote david's tester gives zero shits that's my note that's my official note on the matter oh here's another great alexis uh line that i wrote down from that episode she said i don't skate through life i walk through life in really nice shoes who said that alexis oh when her and david are bickering in the car going to the driving test because She's like, you need to, like, chill out, like, that nobody cares. And he talks about how, like, she skates through life and she always has everything so easy. Yeah, you're right. I do remember that. And she doesn't skate through life. She walks it in nice shoes. She walks through life in really nice shoes. She's had all the stories under the sun. Like, everything's happened to Alexis. Yeah, can we talk about the trauma? What trauma? She's fine. She's been kidnapped how many times? She's fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's all good. Oh, uh, and then Ted with the, the bunny cam. One of Alexa's really fun ideas. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. That was the best. What did, I mean, they shut it down afterwards. Or they were just more mindful after the fact. Well, he rationalized it that he, he was more mindful. Yeah, that they could keep it going until the bunnies got adopted because it they figured out that it doubled the website during like his his and live wasn't, streaming. Wasn't he like he didn't want to be like the other veterinarian in the Yeah, he didn't want to be like the sexy vet. And he even says something like We'll do this, but if the at any point if the bunnies feel like they're being what did he say? If they ever feel like exploited. they're being exploited, yeah, then we're gonna shut this down. <laughs> I'm like loving going through my notes. Episode eight motel reviews. Tweet us on Facebook. <laughs> and then the coaster at the end. Johnny said Twitter. that. Yeah. <laughs> He got he gets custom co- coasters that say tweet us yes, on Facebook, yes, and yes. he doesn't put any kind of address on them. And when uh, he, David calls him out, he's like, 
David, if they're at the hotel, they don't need the address to the hotel. And he's like, no, dad, like the web address or the Twitter handle or. I didn't even anything. get that. <laughs> they're so stupid. He tried. He really tried. I'm choking here because I thought that was hilarious. And that was the episode that David is trying to describe what his intentions are for the general store. And he leaves all those messages for Patrick. Mm. And in the first one, he goes, hi, David, this is Patrick. He was so flustered. Yeah. You've never seen him flustered. Well, I love it. Not over a guy, I should say. Rooms by the Hour is an interesting episode because you do have Moira auditioning, right? And this is something very important for her because she hasn't done anything like this in a Mm -hmm. while. You have Alexis and Ted getting together to try to, like, help the bunnies. And isn't this the episode where she, like, realizes her feelings for him because he's, like, stripping down or something? Her lusts, at least. Definitely the last, because she's right? like, oh, David, he looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> and then Johnny is getting a little better understanding of the business, <laughs> of the whole, the motel business with this whole um, yeah sex worker thing going on. He's oblivious. And he really in this is. episode, Roland's the one that actually is astute. Like, Roland gets it what's going on right away i didn't get it i had no freaking idea it's like what's the problem and then i I, you know obviously figured it out with johnny you know something's up obviously but you were being naive yeah like i wouldn't think anything of it i'm totally on johnny's side here i love that david is like helping more with her auditions fantastic they're so great together because they're both so very dramatic Yes. And get worked up. And that goes back to, I was going to say this, and then I got distracted when you were talking about how David gets fl- got flustered. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily see him get flustered. We see him get, like, dramatic about things, like Moira yes. does. Yes. Well, like, mother, like, son. Yeah. Like the, the episode, what was it, with the lice? Oh, my gosh. Stop saying lice. Stop saying lice. It's like when Moira finds out that she has lice, that Alexis has lice, not her. The dramatics. And then she's worried about her wigs. Yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of can't blame her, to be honest. (laughs) She she loves if hello, she she names them, right? So they are just as much her children as her actual children. And then Ted picks all the lice out of Alexis's hair, which is really gross, but sweet. Intimate, intimate thing that they've experienced together. I love how, like, Alexis and David, well, more Alexis, like, she just, like, totally bends her hands. It's like, how does she do that? And I was like, well, I could do it. But her seems like they're, like, there's, like, no bone. Like, it just goes all the way down. It's it's her (laughs) signature move. David. Besides the ooh, David. Ooh, David. Oh my God, David. there was one episode, and it was it, it was season five. I'm skipping ahead, but even Moira said ew, and I was like, okay, that's where Alexis probably gets it from. We just don't hear it as often. Ew, David. That's a good point. That's a good point. I'm jumping around a little bit, but I just thought my notes for the like uh the Sebastian Rain episode, episode ten. 
David's ex comes back into town, the photographer. Oh my god. I didn't make a lot of that's also the poker night. That was kind of a filler episode, but what I loved about well, that episode was that David spent the night with him just to make sure that he got screwed over. Is he like mm-hmm. he he spent the night and then took the flash drive and he took it. it. Yep. Well, he got his, you know, he got his cake and ate it too. Yeah. Good for him. I was like, good for him. You got to protect your mom. Exactly. And again, showing how sweet, how nice they can be. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that was also the Dancing with the Seniors episode. So I guess there was more in that oh. episode than I thought. Well, oh, and, and the seniors, because everyone, of course, a small town, everyone knew. Well, probably Ted also told it. I think he did tell them that Alexis was the one who he was engaged to and they broke it off uh I you know I kind of can't blame them because it's really a sensitive topic when you know when you know someone who's such a nice individual Mm -hmm. and they're with somebody who doesn't really appreciate them isn't worthy of them I'm hoping Alexis like since we're not done with the the series like I hope she oh I can't I can't wait till you get to season six. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, you know. But, yeah. like, that, the seniors, well, the one mentions that she's been trying to get her granddaughter to yes. go out with Ted for, like, two years. But they flat out say, like, he's still he's still hung up on you. Like, you're yeah. the problem. But he's dating someone else, though. We don't know that yet. No, we do. Well, we don't know. Okay, we know he's doing something. We don't well, doing something, but not anything serious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all over the place. Nothing new there. Now, like yeah. Alexis is telling Ted that you know everyone can see him in the camera, and I thought she was gonna try to. I, I keep thinking that they are going to try to cover things up, and but they're always. Well, not always. I'm not going to say all the time, but 96% of the time, they're honest when something just is wrong. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. They're not trying to, like, lie to people. Right. Because she could say, she could could easily not tell him that there's a camera on. Well, yeah, they could lie by omission because even like I'm watching the episode right now. I think it's the thruple. Yeah, it must be thruple. Oh my god, thruple. Where Stevie is telling David that she thinks that Jake is going to break up with him. But they got that wrong. Yeah. That was so awkward. Cuz she could have just like kept her mouth shut, but she's like, I can't do that. That's not fair to David. Right. Exactly. And that's how they all are. And th- doesn't she wind up still seeing him, like, episodes later, even, like, the following season or something? Like, I remember they bring him up one more time. Not in this no? season. I feel okay. like maybe you're right. Maybe it is in season four. We'll find out next week. With that being said, again, it shows, like, the maturity. Like, David, like, you, even from the beginning, David was just like, no, like, this is wrong. I'm not going to be involved in this, but Stevie can't help herself. In that aspect, she hasn't, in my opinion, matured. Because who wants to be in a situation where feelings can develop and then what? Yeah. 
Oh, the Thrupple episode is when Johnny was taking orders and stuff for Twyla because she had a broken foot. That was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. He was such a hot mess. He was. It was like the special that he kept. The, like the, combo, the full combo the full combo there's no such thing too oh my gosh twyla has a whole life i can't wait till you get to see i know thing. you keep telling but like she broke her foot white water rafting so she has this whole life she broke her the, foot yeah so that oh, episode okay. she says that she broke her foot doing white water rafting I mean, she has to have extracurricular yeah. activities outside of like isn't she she's the one that likes the murder mysteries which I would yeah. be down to. That she's terrible at, but yeah, it's fun in theory. We used to have them at the library. I want. I I always wanted to go to one. Have not gone to one. We should go to one. I want to go to one. But yeah, so Twilight's not good at the murder mystery because they. What did Jocelyn say that last year she just went around winking at everybody? And yes. It was like halfway yes. through, before she realized she never even chose who the murderer was. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then David says, when uh, Moira's not there, like, the way that she's asking and looking around for you, I'm pretty sure the murderer or Twyla. This is also the episode that we realized that Alexis never got, like, graduated from high school. She doesn't have a high school diploma. I, like, I, I don't know why I'm surprised, but I still am surprised. I was more surprised... That Johnny was carrying some red girl's picture in his wallet, thinking it was Alexis at graduation. Like, they were that oblivious at the time. Wait, wait, wait. What was he walking around with? Some girl's picture that he thought was his daughter. Yes, yes. Okay, I'm watching. I'm literally watching it right now. Like, they went That's to her just graduation. Chang. Yeah, just Chang. Because she went to boarding school in Switzerland, and they went to graduation, and she wasn't there. They didn't, they didn't even notice. know. Just like how. But then, look, okay, but, but, but look. Oh, wait a second. Oh, my God. It just, wait a second. I just skipped that whole entire episode. Okay. Interesting. Um, The fact that he's walking around with the photo, yet he was completely, obli- like, he's so proud. Mm-hmm. So, like, aloof to everything that's going on. Oh, it's the that's murder mystery. That's a great word. They're very aloof. Very aloof. But then it's, but but they care. I'm not going to say Mora doesn't care, but Johnny is the one that cares more than Moira, right? He's walking around with a photo of his quote unquote child in his wallet for all of these. It's been 10 years. Or maybe at this point, it's like 11 or 12 years. I don't know how many years have passed by since they've been in this town. But we'll we'll round it to 10. Like, that's a long time to have a photo in your wallet. Yes. All of the magazines that they have are years old. Morris looking at a magazine and it just reminded me because it was brought up that oh. the magazines are like 1990s or whatever. Yeah. Because everything's so behind, I suppose. Behind the times. I think Alexis is telling um, Ted in this episode about school. Okay. Yeah. She admits that she doesn't have her. A high school diploma. I feel like I, I missed this episode. I must have been really tired of falling asleep. I like didn't really pay attention to this episode because when I rewatched it this time, I was like, Alexis went to school like with the teenagers. Why didn't she just do like 
her GED. <laughs> like, I'm so confused. Like, she actually went to school. Oh, I didn't theater. even think about that. And you know what confused me also? Like, she, uh, obviously, she didn't need to be there the whole entire freaking year, right? She only missed yeah. maybe a few credits, you know, whatever. But was she there every single day? Because she was still working. Or did she have to take a specific class? Like, let's say, I don't like, like, how, how did they determine? Of course, they're not going to talk about it. And maybe I'm thinking too much about it. But like, how did they determine that she can be at school on certain days? Because she's obviously working. Um, how many hours or classes she needed to take in order to graduate? And this is Canada, right? Maybe things are different in yeah. Canada. Maybe they have like a UK system with schooling I, that we yeah. don't know about. I just assume that she was going like regular days because she talks about like, oh, I can work after school mm. and stuff. And like, I know that when Missed she it, was which talking, is really weird. Yeah. You can't just work after school. Like, you can. It's, it's a night. Well, I'm assuming the vet is a nine to five thing. School is like 8 30, let's say to like two. So she's working for three hours. She's going to be able to catch up on all her work at that time. Does she go in on Saturdays? Like, what's going on? Depending on the vet, you'll be open in the evening. Long hours, I suppose. It really depends. Like, my vet is only open in the morning, <laughs> they're not even open in the afternoon. Jesus, but, that's like pretty messed up. I feel yeah. like they have to be considerate of everyone else's but schedule. My old vet was open every evening. My they had multiple people. My so old this vet. is just Ted we have to remember. So I feel maybe, like Ted would be open 24-7. He might split it. He, maybe he's open in the morning and the evenings or something. Well, the vet that we used to take Mucho to, he, they are open. Some days they close, let's say, 5 o'clock. And some, like, two days they have long hours. They're open And they're open on Saturdays. So she might do, like, part-time at the vet. But maybe I that's when remember... she decides also maybe that also was like okay give her time to think about moving on from there true I remember when she was saying that she didn't have her high school diploma she said something about taking a semester to go to California because somebody said something about like um Oh, I thought you were doing like an internship or something like that. And she says something about like Beverly Hills. So it sounded like her and her friends like just ditched the last semester of school and went to California. No one knew anything about it. Well, Moira and Johnny didn't know anything about it. Yeah, apparently. Well, now I'm curious. Did David know something about it? Did he know she didn't graduate? Like I totally missed that friend at the beginning of the episode. I don't think he realized she didn't graduate, but he probably knew that she was up to no good. But he has the opinion of she gets out of everything and everything's so easy for her. So he might have just assumed she that graduated. she figured out a way to graduate. And like she knew that she wasn't, he knew that she wasn't at the graduation. It was just like, whatever. Because like you said, she gets away with everything. Yeah. But this season is really about growth and moving on oh we didn't even mention this is when mutt and tennessee take off they go off into the sunset i'm like i'm like you know i was so over them the minute i saw them 
the two of them together or just like mutt I, like general? I just mutt in general yeah mutt in general just well like, you haven't seen him since have you no we have not he's not worthy he's not worthy he's not worthy shame 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 I took it to a whole nother topic well and I feel like a lot of people <laughs> felt that way so are like he- you but go off into your sunset. I was going to say, I feel like he did her dirty. He did her dirty. He did. He did Twyla dirty, too. And, you know, that's how, what is it? Is that, That's how you get them. That's how you keep them. But she didn't actually like. Yeah. But, you know. And I, in that instance, I'm surprised at Alexis because she should know that that was her friend but I guess they weren't friends friends at the time but yeah. still, it's just still a bad look however it's a small town like sure happens all the time everybody's eating everybody but you don't have to worry about Mutt any longer he's off wherever, he's off wherever who cares following the river or whatever they said they were gonna do but I wonder what's going I can't remember what happens with the barn I've, ooh, I feel like I'm gonna jump ahead but doesn't he come back and like everything's dead? Does he? I don't know, but I remember like everything's like not in good condition. Do you remember him coming back? I don't know, but I remember. I don't know. Girl. Uh, maybe in season four, he's she's going to remember that she's supposed to be taking care of the plants. Well, she said that she wasn't going to because. Yeah, because he was an ass. Tennessee, well, Tennessee was like. Very like she had no idea that yeah. she was going to be going over pissed. there. Yeah, rightfully so, because this is you're asking your s. At, oh, I can't even talk x to come and stay and water the plants. Like you couldn't ask your parents to do that, really. Yeah, Jocelyn would have. Mutt. Do better, Mutt. I just saw something that I thought was funny, but where'd my note go? Oh, the Motel Review episode when David meets Patrick. That's also, we learn about some more jobs that Ray has. Because we knew about some of these. Like, we knew. Well, that's the one where he's a photographer, isn't he? He's a photographer, and he mentions, are you here to arrange travel arrangements? Or are you looking for our new service of closet organization? <laughs> oh, my gosh. He is such a freaking mess. But, you know, he has to do what he has to do to make himself important in this yeah. uh, town. And uh, he gives David, is it B12? He gets one of those little deli counter tickets. And he hands oh, yes, it to David. Yes, and David yes. has to give it to Patrick. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. And just the, like, funny little, like, as David and Patrick are talking and race in the background with that couple trying to, like, take pictures of them. And it's just so comical because he's having them go in these awkward pins and stuff. Because it's Ray, of course. Um, I'm thinking, like, you mentioned the, <clears throat> sorry, the tag or the ticket, I should say. Yeah. Does that mean that he has like a really good business that he has to give people tickets? Like maybe he's and hoping? they just they're just going on a slow day. Maybe. But is that I... the twelfth person of the day? 
Or is that the 12th person ever? But maybe it's the 12th person of the day at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Like what time is it really? I would love to know. I would actually love to know that his his businesses are booming and he has excellent time management. He's hustling. Well, he obviously is doing well enough that he can hire Patrick. Right. Although Patrick doesn't seem to have like a whole lot of... Like, he seems to have a lot of time on his hands because then he's like, I'm going to help you, David. And just stays there. Like, I was so confused about that. He is helping David and he just stays helping David and becomes his business partner. And that's that. Like, how do you be like, I know that Johnny has money to become a business partner. So he must have invested something, you know, from like David's cash, really. But what is it that Patrick was doing that... I like I want to know a little bit more but obviously yeah. it's just a tv show so we don't have to know all the freaking yeah. details I just saw a funny note wakes up with her eyelash on her forehead do you know what I was talking about was that when she drank too much at the what is it the city council or whatever party the municipality conference yeah it's episode Gosh. nine the affair so she wakes up with a naked Roland in bed and oh she's got god. her eyelash stuck to the middle of her forehead. oh my god I love that. I want to I, I want to have that moment once in my life. But I don't know about fake eyelash on my forehead. That was like I so really hilarious. don't. And then Jocelyn is devastated because she can't. What did she say? Something like oh, Jocelyn says really? that nothing happens. But I know if I have a naked roll in. I can't help myself or something. I don't understand, Jocelyn. What is wrong with you? She's she's got got the Roland King. The Tiger King? The Roland? Oh my God. He's like the (laughs) fucking Tiger King. He is like the Tiger King. How have we not realized that? (laughs) Tiger King of Canada. Roland shit. Oh my gosh, his name, Roland shit. Like he's rolling and shit. Are we just realizing something super obvious? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you all heard, you it, heard here. it here first. You heard it here first. I'm just going to to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, there was that kiss with Ted and Alexis. Gosh. Alexis is becoming friends with the girls in school she thought that they were like not liking her oh yeah because they looked like they were like bullying her like I wrote down is Alexa being bullied that would have been interesting but no they admire her yeah they think she's great yeah is there anything else I don't know I'm trying to see what else is going on motel review their first review they're actually, I mean, the interactions between Moira and Stevie are few, but they're very good when they talk to each other. Oh, yeah, because she has to, Stevie has to tell Moira that she needs help in the hotel review. And so she does the front desk, which is why she gets the, the bad motel review. Why does she have to leave, though? And she's reading. Why does, oh, Stevie? It's not that Stevie... Johnny had to go somewhere 
and Stevie needed right. somebody to do the front desk so she could change all the sheets or do Which, laundry or something. Yes, yes, because she just said it. And I find it so odd because she has escaped before without telling anyone anything. So I guess maybe she feels more responsible because it's her motel now. Yeah. Here's Ray, Ray Butani, the photographer. Oh, is that his last name, Butani? Yes, B-U-T-A-N-I. Um, I will tell you right now. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the motel review is also the one where Alexis gets her paper plagiarized. Oh, yes, yes. Which was Johnny trying to help out. Yeah. Oh, Johnny. Um, Rizwan Manji. Is he in other stuff? Because he, he looks is. familiar. Yes, he is. And I looked up some stuff, but I didn't notice any of it. Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Oh, yeah. Okay. Beauty and the Beast, a 30th celebration? Wait a second. Le Faux? Is this like... Wait. Is this here with Ariana Grande? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold up. Stop oh, the wait. Is that What's the this? live? Yes. It yeah. says features live, never before and seen musical. But it's a 30th celebration. Performances with brand new sets, costumes inspired by the classic story created to pay homage while also adding to the iconic storage. I've not... Stories. That says storage. But it has Josh Groban, Shania Twain, David oh, Allen yeah. Greer, Martin Short, Rita, Girl, Rita Moreno. Wait, Disney where Plus? have I been? Do you have Disney Plus? It but is the on date Disney on Plus. this says 12-15. So I totally missed this? I guess so, because I watched it. Oh my goodness gracious. Been on my life, own life. The, like the, uh, the Josh Groban is in the weirdest beast costume. <laughs> Okay, I have to check this out then. Yeah, it's interesting. It's um, they do part of it's live and part of it is clips from the movie. Like they go back and forth. Okay, I'll have to definitely check it out. Yeah. Definitely. Um, he's in yeah. Wedding Season, which is a Netflix movie. Oh yeah, that's a good movie. Oh, so if I've that's not the one seen I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, he was he was the vice principal Patrick in Atypical. Okay, no What's wonder he looks familiar. One? It's Mira Royal Detective. It's a animated show, or was I don't know, on Disney Junior. Oh, it looks familiar. Familiar. American Dad. He did The Magicians. Okay, so I've seen a lot of this. You stuff saw, you saw, in. but you definitely saw The Magicians, if I'm not mistaken, right? I haven't seen it, but I feel like you brought it up. I saw it to a certain point, and then I was just like, "He was Tick Tick Pickwick." Tick Pickwick. Mm-hmm. He's been in a lot of things. He's again one of those, you know, actors. But I've seen like Shazam and a bunch of the other things that you mentioned. But I knew I thought he looked familiar. But like, I'm so bad with knowing where I've seen people. Oh, we didn't even talk about the. David birthday date with Patrick, the date in quotes, because David doesn't realize it's a date. And he invites oh, Stevie. That's right. That's right. And, and Stevie's he, like, I'm gonna get out of here because she's a good friend. Stevie's very astute. Like she gets things. Like she got the the sex workers thing right away. She got that Patrick thought it was a date. And he gave him, and she's like, if this, if there is anything, 
somewhat sentimental in that bag. This is the date. And he whips out the first receipt framed from their their store. Which was very nice. So sentimental. And he picked out a frame. He picked out the frame himself. And for, for Patrick, this is big. And Patrick, you know, we just we are obviously just getting to know him, mm-hmm. but this is a very big step for him. Yeah, because he David kisses him at the end of the date and he thanks him. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. says that that was the first time he had ever kissed a man and mm-hmm. that he thought that he was gonna be too scared. And that he is glad that David did that so that that they had that together. And I was just like, you are so darn sweet. Like, you were like, this was, <laughs> it was really, really sweet. Like, David is just so lucky to have you, him and his crazy ass. And David is like speechless. Of course, of course he would yeah. be speechless. Like, he has actually this big responsibility of like, showing mm-hmm. Patrick this whole new world that he hasn't experienced yet. Yeah. And then I really liked that there was like no pressure. Like Patrick was like, can we talk about this tomorrow? And David's like, we can talk about this whenever you want to. Yes. So sweet. More to come in the upcoming seasons. I know. I know. I know. This is another show that I just, I really love the relationships. Yeah. As crazy as these people are, they have some really good relationships. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like that's the point I've been trying to make. Like, they're just so, like, good with each other. Like, they accept each other. They're honest. They communicate. Even though it's not like, you know, sometimes it's always, like, snarky or whatever. But they get the point across. I need to not watch future episodes. I watched like the first episode of season four and I keep wanting to bring it up and have to be like, no, that's not the season. That's the next season. Girl, join the club. I'm always skipping yeah. ahead. I, I'm surprised I haven't like skipped too much ahead often because yeah. you know I'm a hot mess. You've done good. I have. I've behaving myself, Heather. But overall, I know I said at the beginning that this is probably my least favorite season so far. The bar is so freaking high that this season is amazing as well. It's just comparatively, this is kind of like a lull. Yes. Because it's setting you up. Yes. Yes. It's the transition. Yeah, it is. It's a filler season. It's transitioning you from the past to what is coming to the future. It is the bridge. It is the bridge. That's exactly it. Yes, yes. I love that David like made fun of Patrick's style, and Patrick has the same style throughout the whole entire season. <laughs> has a button-down shirt, tucked in, long sleeve, one yeah. button, one button open at the top, jeans, and like a likes. nice pair of shoes. And that's that. Like that's just his style, and that's it. That's him being casually professional. You just reminded me of something. Oh, which episode was it? Oh, the new car episode when they go to dress down. Oh my and, god, yes. And at the end, when David like is mocking Moira's outfit, and Moira's like, I'm wearing your outfit. Yes. And you see the yes. two of them wearing the same exact outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, that's like, no, no comment, just end scene. 
yeah. that's that. Both of them, their outfits are additional characters on the show. You can say yeah. that. Well, I, I feel like I've seen people wear David's outfits, so I feel like I shouldn't be saying that much because it is out there. People are wearing it. But what Moira wears all the time, like, yeah. Okay, let me backtrack. Not all the time. There was something that she wore that I was like, wait a second, she's wearing like color because it's usually black and white. And she has the skinniest of legs with these stupendously high heeled shoes. And actually, they're not even like high, they're like platform high heel shoes. Is that is that even the right word? I feel like I have no sense of fashion anymore. Platform high heel shoes. I guess that could be a thing. I honestly got distracted because I saw my note, funeral home, cannot find the ashes. They turned up on the microwave. <laughs> so my notes, I'm like, what? what? That was the, the new car episode too, because they went, that was when the great great aunt Maureen dies and they have to go to the funeral home to get the ashes and they can't mm-hmm. find the ashes and then the guy comes out with them and they're like oh I found it's them they were on the, on microwave. the microwave and it's just a bag of ashes like that's not how they give you ashes <laughs> it's just like a random I mean it is a bit bag of ashes it could it could have been a container. Long. yeah they it could have been and anyone's ashes yeah it's got a seal it's got a certificate saying like whose ashes they are what crematory Mm-mm. Uh, but but then again we don't know what the difference is with Canada because I'm talking ashes in Pennsylvania oh that is true maybe different locations does it differently but I would imagine they can't just carry them around in a random bag right and and hopefully they're not putting them on the microwave uh, obviously they are girl <laughs> obviously they are oh another funny moment from that episode was ted had the black eye and he didn't want to tell anybody why and it was because he got headbutted by a goat oh and then alexis comes over i quite i i, I saw that yeah. earlier as she was like she'll put makeup on but she's not very good at contouring like that's not her thing yeah yeah exactly. like alexis stop it <laughs> But anyway, any final thoughts? I don't think I have anything. Let me see yeah. if I look up. I'm so happy to be rewatching this. And I think I meant to tell you this the other day. Like, this is the exact type of show that my mental health needs right now. Like, I am finding so much joy and I can't help we... but, like, keep smiling as I'm watching it. It's so nice to see like things that are just comedic, these comedies that we love. And it's all very positive and like yeah. everybody's like putting a positive spin and like thinking it's just like happy. Like it's just it really neat. It's silly. You don't yeah. have to think too much about it, but when you do, it's like Yeah. I feel like when I do think about it, it's not like anything bad, obviously, because it's a television show and it's a comedy, but some you still learn things as you're watching yeah that's true mm-hmm. but yeah it's just what I need so I'm just really glad that we're I'm re-watching it and you're watching it and I'm I happy I f- for season six I can't I can't wait and you know what we didn't bring up quickly I think we may have brought it up before but the portrait the family portrait how did we not bring that up <laughs> yes Yes. I, I feel like that's all we need to know. Like, 
the family port. Did, did you want to just give a quick synopsis and then just we'll just leave it at that? I love the portrait because we were introduced, and I think we did talk about it in the first episode when we talked about season one. Well, I thought it was two, but keep talking. <laughs> no, because it's in the first episode of season. Yes, one. you're absolutely right, and so it I think, reappears. Yeah, we, we talked about it there, so yeah. There's this. Go back to season one, episode one. In their big home, there's a huge, giant family portrait. And you never know what happened to it. Well, now we know what happened to it. Fast forward to season three, episode 12, Family and Friends. The portrait reappears. It turns out that the Van Housers had it in their storage. So whenever the house was pillaged or auctioned off or whatever, they somehow acquired this huge family portrait of the Rose family. They had it in their storage. They decide they're going to give it to Moira. So Moira gives it as a gift to Johnny. And it just like appears. And it's just, just like, would you say it's like 10 feet tall? It is, it is fucking tall, huge. Maybe not it's 10 feet huge. because I don't know that those ceilings in the hotel are 10 feet tall. I, but what are ceilings? Eight feet? I think. Let's say eight feet just yeah. to be safe. Seven, is, eight feet. I have to say it's a great fucking painting. It is. It is. <laughs> And there's a funny part where Alexis is like, I don't remember sitting for this. And they're like, oh, because you didn't. You were in rehab. And she's like, I wasn't in rehab. I was at rehab visiting Stavros or whoever. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, Stavros. The least favorite of Johnny Stavros's. Oh, my God. I'm assuming it's that one. Well, I wonder why now. Yeah. But, hey, maybe it's not that Stavros. (laughs) But Johnny's like super excited, but this goes into how this whole season is kind of a transitional season because he's, they're putting it around in different rooms, trying to figure out what they're going to do with this huge family portrait. And every time it comes back up in this episode, they're like, is it bigger? Like, did it get bigger somehow? (laughs) Like, it's just so out of place in the motel. And so they realize throughout this episode that they can't hold on to it. And Johnny even says, like, this is, like, the last thing that we have left from the past. And they end up, fast forward, they end up throwing the portrait out because, as we learn in this season, they have to let go of their old lives and the mm-hmm, past, mm-hmm. and they have to grow and become mm-hmm. new people. They I ju- can't they just forgot about that. I know. I'm <laughs> glad I was looking to see yeah. like, if there was anything. But like the kids don't want it. The kids no. don't want it. So it's really the, more the Johnny. That, yeah, that represents and... that's actually a really good representation of society in general because our parents get very sentimental or the older generations get very sentimental about things and they hold on to things. I mean and as you get older you're more likely to hoard things yeah think like oh I'm gonna hold on to this for my kids and then <laughs> Gracie's pointing to herself I'm getting and sentimental then, then you like it turns out like the kids don't want any of it <laughs> or they they might want a few things but like you hold on to things like I think at one point when we were going through my grandma's stuff she had like seven or eight different china sets like just sets and, like, we were asking everybody, do you want any of this? And nobody wanted it because they already had stuff. They already had their they already own. already had stuff. 
Because, yeah, they even talk about, like, uh, I think Johnny says, well, we could cut them up and make four individual, like, portraits, like, framed photos. They each keep Um, their own. It all goes back into that transition of letting go so that of the past so that you can like enjoy the future and you know you know heather like you do see that it i feel like it took johnny it took johnny um a very long time in my opinion to try to figure out what he wanted to do with himself when alexis and david were already like okay we got jobs like what are you doing daddy or dad you oh, know, and he like, gets really drunk because he's like, I'm the only one that doesn't have anything. Yeah. And this is like the last piece of something mm-hmm. that he's holding on to from the past. I yeah. wonder if they did this intentionally or are we like really thinking into it? No, I'm sure they did. But anyway, we should wrap this up. Yes, yeah. we're doing so good today. I'm so excited about the next season. Season four. Good season. Well, everybody, don't forget to like and follow us on Instagram and buy us a coffee. And thanks for listening to Gabbing. Gabbing. We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing.